This is the Divine Soul Rebel Podcast, brought to you by Elisabeth de Charonde Saint-Germain and Martina Metzetti. A Divine Soul Rebel freely, unapologetically expresses herself. She thrives by authenticity, freedom, love, joy, compassion and abundance in all she is and does. In this monthly podcast, Martina and Elizabeth share their voices and experiences with their Divine Soul Rebel sisters. To bring clarity, fun, lightness, teachings and empowerment from the individual journeys to share it with you, Divine Soul Sister Rebel. Hi, my name is Elizabeth de Charon de Saint-Germain. I'm the founder of Liberate and Express, and I was born with the heart of a trailblazer and the gifts of a shaman and a mystic. I'm also a recovered burned-out empath, a workaholic and a people-pleasing superwoman. I now am a singer whose energies transmutes and co-acts with my spirit team, with nature and with the spirits of music. I'm a fierce space holder who embodies the frequency of joy in all circumstances, especially when I work with the sacred rebels that I guide to as a holistic singing pedagogue, a mystic, an energy healer and a feminine leadership coach. I guide them to find their inner voice and into the finding and opening up to the medicine of their own voice and full soul expression. Hi, I'm Martina Metzeli. I'm a master intuitive energy healer, teacher, and a feminine embodiment coach. I've made it my mission to empower and inspire women globally in a radical, powerful love journey as a divine rebel, stepping into the divine feminine power through embodiment and doing the inner work through mindset reprogramming and aligned actions. Because you are a magical, limitless being and you are here for a reason. And I'm here to support those divine rebels to tap into your own uniqueness and becoming unapologetically yourself and to shine your light and your love. Welcome to the second podcast. Today we are going to talk and discuss and share our experiences regarding birthing into you. And I would like to start with reading something for you from the Kuan Yin Oracle card desk. And it's the Shining Lotus 26. There are times when it makes sense to be discreet until you find your inner strength so that you feel empowered enough to share your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs without wavering, even in the face of challenge by another. At other times, we benefit ourselves and others by taking a risk and allowing the inner lotus blossom of our true self to shine forth for all to behold. Wow. When I read this, I get I get shivers and there's yeah. so much truth and so much depth and so much shitty. Yes, this is what it is, right? Almost like rising from the mud because that's how it felt for me how past month was. 
in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a hefty month. It was a full-on month. I agree. I I so love that card that you just read, that oracle. Because that that little that piece of there are times when it's really good to be discreet. Mm -hmm. And then there's also moments where you need where you're asked to um that whole process of birthing into you, that, that the first moments of being very vulnerable, the moment when you when you've just birthed something new, but then mm -hmm. there also comes a time when you really have to show yourself, even though it's painful, and then you have to shed off. There's also the process of having to shed off old leaves because you just cannot grow from holding on to the earth and 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 i i so felt that process this month and i told you that that this this saturday just a couple of days ago i, I had a full meltdown where i was crying like it was in the morning i i i was invited by my love to to go on a beautiful weekend together deeply romantic he had a wonderful um gift prepared and surprise and um but the whole four weeks before that i was i was doing a lot of stuff i had two retreats a beautiful pro. I started a beautiful program about self love. It was really wonderful. There was so many beautiful stuff, but I, I am, um, uh, I have ADHD or ADD. I'm not quite sure. It's never completely um, uh, diagnosed. Diagnosed, but my sister has been diagnosed a couple of. Uh, weeks ago actually and and we we compared notes we know each other quite well mm -hmm. I always thought well you're the one who's ADT <laughs> and until she recognized with herself oh this is probably a family thing <laughs> mm -hmm. and and I've, I've noticed this five years ago and and I tried to work myself through it tried strategies always trying new ways or but also you have to get to grips but with oh I am I, there are parts of me that are amazingly talented I can do so many stuff why 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 is it so difficult to do that why can I not just I've had so many coaches teachers from very young on and coaches later on, people who I've trained with, people who I've worked with, who saw my potential, directors, uh, people who I wanted to work with me musically uh, and, and inviting me to, to, to work with them. And then there were moments where all of a sudden I, I could not show up in the way a normal person would show up. Mm -hmm. and. I couldn't 
figure out why until mm -hmm. I really started to learn about, okay, there's a depletion of dopamine. Then you have to, you have to rest. You have to, you are different mm -hmm. than other people sometimes are. And it is not that you're lazy. It is not that you're not willing, that you have a weak will. I have an intense, powerful will. No, you simply work differently and process things differently, yeah. right? And um, yeah, and so this last month, I could feel, I, I, I did not um, surrendered to my mm -hmm. nature. And mm -hmm. my nature needs a full day off. And not mm -hmm. a day where I'm saying I'm going to take a full day off, but mm -hmm. I'm not taking a full day off. And I'm still trying to do some stuff. And, and there may be more than just one day. I know. I know. Yeah, but that's my... Right? That's very much the old... I have, I have a lot of energy, so I should use it completely until it's completely done. And, mm -hmm. and and I don't know. Well, so that whole period of not taking that complete replenishment mm -hmm. and making sure all the levels were up to a to a really good stand, and then mm -hmm. also trying to because I have done a lot of decluttering. Mm -hmm. in the meantime because i felt it was necessary so it's good it there were a lot of stuff done but not the stuff that i wanted to do mm -hmm. and and but maybe that was not your priority now maybe that I, was not so important for you right oh and i did a lot of other stuff and and that's also the thing i always teach my clients to acknowledge what they do to acknowledge what themselves mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. it for yourself. Oh mm -hmm. my god, it's so hard. And and at the same time, when I do it, it's wonderful. So okay, that's the whole mm -hmm. backstory. But the that. thing is, the yeah. thing is, it's about really, really supporting ourselves. I know. in all of our processes, in, in the cycles of the moon, in the cycles of our periods, right? Yeah. Yeah, we really burst into really, ourselves. Mm -hmm. That was also the funny thing because mm -hmm. I didn't have a period in I'm I'm 52. So I don't get a lot of periods often. But okay. right at the at the first retreat a, a, a month ago, I was full on in 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 a cycle, in my moon cycle. And it was like, oops, okay, so that came with that as well. So all mm -hmm. the all this stuff happened at the same time. Anyways, to get back to that feeling of complete meltdown, what I had been resisting was that feeling, that deep fear. What happened to me in that meltdown was really a relief, a really helpful because I all of a sudden. I just, I just said, yes, okay, these are my deepest fears. So the mm -hmm. deepest fear of the deepest fear is um, that everybody who likes me at this moment, who really loves me, is saying, you know what, Elizabeth, 
we know you are amazing. You can do a lot of stuff. We love you. But we've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. You are, you, you, we never, you, we never can count on you as we can count on other people. I, mm-hmm. I know deep down they can count on me deeply, but at those normal stuff, mm-hmm. doing the dishes can feel to me like the climbing the Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. In some form, it can be like, uh, having to get water from a distant village or something it makes no sense it's at all. just too much right it's but it's also it's the whole dopamine so everything that is really wonderful i can do it with ease give me a transformation mm. so i can give you i can talk to a full room but doing something very small mm-hmm. and and and, and through my system, feeling like insignificant. Although if someone else does it for me, I'm deeply grateful. Yes, and it's so powerful if you simply, if you simply acknowledge this, you know? Yeah. This is what I'm really good at. This is, you know, this is shitty. This is too much. I don't want to do this. I know. And then that fear of, okay, I'm going to end up like a bag lady. Come on, I'm going to be shoved out of the street. Nobody cares. Whatever will happen to you, nothing will work out. Bloody, bloody, blah. And 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 it's completely made up. And at the same time, there's this deep nagging feeling. Yeah, but it could be true. Hmm. And and to. And the wonderful thing that happened, Martina, and it makes me, uh, it touches me deeply. So I had my meltdown, I had a wonderful weekend. And when I came back, the whole problem was solved. Mm. Because, because I felt it, the solution was there. So mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot explain it more easy than this but it's the whole mm-hmm. it's the whole having to live I think a part of this birthing process I, and I'm very curious to hear how that is for you but a part of this birthing process for me is yes I am very deeply human with a lot of human flaws and I'm also a very spiritual being and I feel my non-human, my more, more almost like connected to, deeply connected to source. And I want to root it inside of my human. But the, mm. the combination of the both mm. is freaking hard. And at the same time, I would not want it differently. It's, I'm, I'm not someone who wants to, do, who rejects being human i like it i like all the senses i like all the feelings i like the confusion almost part of this is interesting right what you're saying now i know Mm -hmm. i know because in the confusion there's a part of me that find a release of all this mind the baggage of the mind Mm. So it's it's in the feeling, it's in the emotions, it's in the confusion that it's like, okay, let me surrender to life. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's something in there. Mm-hmm. There's a huge power in it. Surrendering, accepting, but as well supporting yourself and allowing allowing support and as well learning more and more how to receive support. Yeah. Because we are so good and so amazing in, you know, doing it ourselves. So we can do it. And and for some it may be like still there is a little child within that needs to prove that he or she is worthy and good enough and especially not letting the fear of rejection come in in every in any area so you know let's please i can do it look how strong i am i can i can move mountains right oh thank you for sharing dear but i think the birthing into you what i found past months it was all about supporting myself and i had to face reality big time where I was not supporting myself. And I got a few more cards. And one of them was wings. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when the shit pops up, when there's so much going on in the collective consciousness, when there's so much going on within, in our families, it can feel like a tornado, like a, like a hurricane, like winds and winds and winds of things that are popping up. And I felt... I felt overwhelmed and I felt like, okay, where am I in all of this? You know, where is my voice? Where is my showing up? Where is my strength? Where is my power? And how I always feel those shifts and those evolvements as as death and rebirth, Mm -hmm. like over and over again, some part of you dies. Like old beliefs die or or old programs or old conditioning or old habits. They simply need to die for you to birth into yourself, your true self, your authentic self to your divine sacred rebel. And it's like, oh my God. The other cards that I got is boundaries. Mm. Because if we don't know or realize or haven't learned how to set healthy boundaries for ourselves, you know, we are living someone else's life. And um, what for me is always really helpful with boundaries is having clear what is a yes for me and having clear what is a no for me. Yeah. Because only if we know what is truly a yes for me, and only if we know if what is truly a a no, we can set our boundaries and we can birth into into ourselves. Because we need to know who we are. And, And some of us just missed, you know, the space, the safety, the healthy environment for exploring who we truly are as a child. And for some of us, it pops up when we, you know, are adults. And the last one I got is Parvati. And what is written is the goddess of devotion. 
I am I am a love that doesn't leave. When I commit to love, my soul evolves. And for me, um, the past month, it was all about radical, powerful love. So that with every breath, every thought, every emotion, every action, I could tune back into radical, powerful love. And was I always able to do that? No, absolutely not. But it was always in the back of my mind. Okay, this is what I'm heading to. This is birthing into myself. And it's far from easy, but it's the most beautiful and as well intense journey, because it is a journey I've ever been on. To strip off the layers um, which are not truly us. And to release those outdated paradigms which are not serving us. But you have to face them, like you said. You have to face your deepest, deepest, deepest fears. Because only when you really face those, emotion, those emotions, you will be able to, to, to go beyond them, right? And sometimes it's just facing the hearts, the painful, the disappointing truth. Shit, this is, what go, it's, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. This is what I've been creating. And it can be so shitty. But that's okay too, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I find in what 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 I hear a bit of a difference in this the approach of this radical self love in in a way because mm -hmm. what I I've had a full journey of radical self love in the sense of giving it to myself. And I found, mm. found that this year, full, the full of this year, is about now stating it to the people that I love to say, you know what, these are my needs. Uh, this is what I desire. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that resonates with you, yes or no? And, and that to me is a new, quite a new and, and very vulnerable part of life. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because I've always seen my daughter do this really well mm -hmm. and she's so it so she she has been my teacher for that i think so what well, you mean is like clearly communicating what you want what yeah, you need or what you desire well. yeah mm -hmm. and so what happened is the moment that i did that i was a little bit like oh i don't i hope i'm not nagging i hope i'm not over mm -hmm. overly demanding because I, that's the last thing that I want. But at the same time, I notice, well, but you do want stuff. You do mm -hmm. want some kind of attention. You do want to finish projects. Mm -hmm. That is a desire. And you mm -hmm. can no longer 
I I am happy that I'm over that line of 50 because I feel if I'm not doing it now, then when? In mm-hmm. my next life? I don't mm-hmm. think so. Let's do it. I now. hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so one of the things was this intense feeling my whole life, like having this music within me and all and never completely owning up to I want this other people to hear my music because mm-hmm. it it is in me I am by I, I there's a composer going on within my head and I've always thought oh I cannot communicate this blah 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 and then I talked to this guy and, and he said, well, actually you can and then blah, blah, blah. And so now I'm creating an album and, and I've had this first recording. And mm. this first recording came because my love said, you know what, I'm giving you, I, 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 I recognize that I'm sort of did not give you enough attention. And one of his gifts was I'm giving you my studio time. And I want you to record it. And he, this is what I want guys to get. We don't want you to slay our dragons. We want you to step aside a little bit, hold the space and say, we want you to flourish. We want you to bloom. And we're going to hold the space for you so you can do Mm -hmm. that. And we're going to enjoy seeing you do your thing that is the thing that lights up us most and i think to me that is what i want from the masculine i want them to say okay what is it in you that wants to create just do it do it and i'm going to watch it i'm going to hold space for you and Mm -hmm. and from that what you built that Mm -hmm. that is something that inspires me so much and i can do Mm -hmm. from that i can do my own stuff again this is how i think what is the synergy between the divine masculine and divine feminine and and it's we can slay our own dragons that's that's not the point we want to to have a togetherness so we Mm -hmm. don't have to slay dragons we can Mm -hmm. work this thing out together I don't know. It's just something I really need us to change the whole narrative of I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't find it. It's there's just a lot of passion inside me mm-hmm. at this moment about the fear of asking people this is what I truly want of showing that mm-hmm. that, that inconvenience mm-hmm. of other people saying well, maybe we don't want what you want. No. And as well, then, accept a no, right? Support yourself, express your needs, accept a no, but never leave yourself, right? Be there for yourself and find other ways. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, Martina, that the moment that I started to communicate clearly what I am about and, and, and the gifts mm-hmm. and not watering it down Mm -hmm. people are like oh oh we like this Mm -hmm. but it's like here i am you know this is me yeah this is what you get showing up being present as you from within right 
not with any ego, not with any arrogance. But it well, says, maybe well, there is an ego part in it as well. But maybe that's yes, but not it's, so bad. Mm, yes, but what I mean, it's what I mean, it's like from the empowerment within, the self worth within, the yeah, this yeah, is yeah. me, the connect connection within, the connection to your soul, yeah. to the divine, showing up. Yeah, then there is no ego. Then it's not about look at me, look what I can, look at all the amazing gifts and talents I have. Look at, hear my voice, and you have an incredible, amazing voice. Hmm. But this comes not from your ego, this comes from your soul, because every time when I hear you sing, it touches my heart, my, my cells, my, my soul deeply. And there is a big difference. <laughs> it's maybe one day I will make you sing for us. Yeah. And this is not arrogance, Elizabeth. This is no ego. This is truly you. You know, and th this is, this is, you know, I don't want to make you cry. But <laughs> it's so cool that that's us women as well. One point. One moment we are so passionate, we are full of fire. And then the few moments we, the other moments we feel vulnerable and we start to cry. Mm -hmm. and to me, that makes so much sense. But what I, what I found last week when I have three children and my middle one, she needed to have dental surgery. Mm -hmm. And I won't go into details why and how. Um... And I knew she would be fine, but my mother heart was worried. And it was quite an intensive treatment they needed to do with her. And I was there and it was under anesthetic. So I saw her when she fell asleep and they, and after an hour and a half, I came back and I saw her waking up with all the things in her mouth to stop the bleeding, etc. And then my, my parents-in-law who were here, my mother-in-law asked me, shall I join you? And I was like, why? I can do this. And then I saw her laying down, waking up, and I thought, shit, I have to bring her to the car, and I have to drive home, and she's next to me. Do I feel comfortable with this? No, I don't. Shit, why didn't I just simply said yes to my mother-in-law, yes, please support me. Mm. And I can do it. And I did it. And she's perfect. She's fine. And then we were discussing it with my husband's, with my parents-in-law. And my father-in-law said, everything's fine now. And I looked at him. And I was like, what? And my, my masculine part, my ratio, my brain knew, yes, everything's fine now. But for me, I was still in the full process of the emotions mm -hmm. of, you know, that my little girl of 10 needed dental surgery under anesthesia. <laughs> and she's fine. And I was like, oh, my God. I said to him, you, you seriously come from a different planet. And he didn't understand me at all. And then I looked to my mother-in-law and she understood me big time. And she gave me a hug and I needed to cry because, you know, 
I felt I have to be strong for my girl. And then everything came out and I thought, oh my God, you know, it's, it's, it's about supporting ourselves, but as well, expressing our needs big time clearly. So those kind of things won't happen. But for me, it was simply another lesson and a realization, you know, you don't have to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. The greatest people on earth they all have a team they have a team for a reason so what is that in us women we have to do it alone and that we can feel guilty or too much or a whiner or whatever if we simply express this is what i need can you help me with that if not okay we have to accept it and then find another solution but actually it's so simple so why are we making it so oh, difficult sometimes, mm. right? It, this is just so amazing that this conversation is going this direction because today, today. Yes, I, tell oh me. <laughs> the, the one thing that I got out of becoming a coach with one of many that helped me the most was I went to that uh, the, the through the whole process of becoming a one of many women's coach uh, in the fields of feminine leadership, and uh, I was shared a tool that I used with my clients in in the leadership coaching, and it was about conscious network design. And I remember okay. sitting in that uh, because we had to feel that in ourselves, of course, first. And I remember Joanna Martin, uh, founder, who is the founder of one of many um, uh, women's coaching. And, and uh, I told her, I filled in my network design, my conscious network design. That was not that conscious. Uh, <laughs> where I saw that all the whole, all the help I had at that point was paid help. Which was to me a deep sign of my fear of being rejected. Mm-hmm. So, compared to now, where I have my full body of deep friendship of women that I can count on, that they can count on me, a full body of of beautiful people that I can rely on, and they can rely on me. And a very clear boundaries between, okay, this is paid help, this is not paid help, this is for my this is for my legal stuff, this is for my business stuff, this is for my heart, this is for my sexuality, this is for my hair, this is for, for everything I know who to count on, where to count on, why I mm-hmm. why I need them. Mm-hmm. And and also stating where people can can depend on me and where not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I need to, I needed to become clear of that. And mm-hmm. that tool, I remember sitting in that group. I just raised my hands and I said very sheepishly, uh, "I think I've lost all my friends." Mm-hmm. And and Joanna looked at me and she said, "Darling, if I were your coach." I would say forget about all the other things 
go and make renew your friendships or to make some new friends. That is the key ingredient of your life right now. Do that first. All the else, all the other part is secondary. Mm-hmm. And it was just sometimes we those two, those little realizations of taking an inventory at you know what I'm, I think I'm going to leave that under this under this conscious network design I think I will make a little video of that how you can do that and use that tool what do you think Good. yes Just it's cool it, so it's oh you're so it's like simply set a support network it yeah but on different levels that's that's the beauty okay. of it is thing okay. so you, you just take a look at your whole life your whole situation and where can i do i have that covered yes or no that's cool i want to do that too so please share it later yeah and mm-hmm. and it takes so and then of course there's the question why don't we mm-hmm. yeah, and as are... well you have to face you know what you've written down that it might not be the most beneficial to where you yeah. have designed it right now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that you can choose every day differently to change it. We get to choose. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. My nose started to get itchy. That's interesting too. So I don't know what kind of <laughs> what kind of what kind of sign this is. Intu- intuition. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. every day we have a choice. And I think simply acknowledging that gives us like more space, more freedom, but as well a sense of power that we have a free will. And every day we can choose again instead of repeating what we've done yesterday and the day before. And it's it's... The way of choosing today feels a little bit different than how I looked at it before. Because what mm-hmm. I realized today is cho- when I choose my frequency, mm. all things change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not only, uh, I do, my first thing is no longer to go look at, okay, what's going, what's wrong with my mindset, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's, mm-hmm. I will look at that at a point, but mm-hmm. first I'm going to change my frequency because from the state where I am in right now, I cannot solve it. So I have but, to- But dear, tell us, how do you do that? One of the things I, there are, I have different, different ways. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just do different parts. <laughs> just when I feel I choose the ones that I I enjoy mo- most at that time. Okay. I just go with joy. I just go okay. with what makes me feel. Uh, sometimes it's most easy. Sometimes it's what makes me most fun. So one of the ways is if you... If, it's, if you really feel it's in your body, your body is stuck, go move, move. Just mm-hmm. put on music, move, move through it, feel it, move through it. 
be aware of that you have energy centers. Just move through all of those energy centers, your chakras, right? And then be aware of, okay, they're here. Okay, now I'm... I'm And for the ones that are listening to this podcast, you should see the visuals because Elizabeth is moving and you want to see her movements and her hands movements because it makes so much sense, right? Because you start to share and your body already responds. Yeah. Because it knows... It knows what you're talking about. Yeah. This is so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah, so that is the that is the, the body movement. And then mm-hmm. when it's about the emotions, um I'm, music is a beautiful entrance uh, speaking. I do a lot of light language. I've I've been thinking about all the secrets that, that repress us. And, mm. and there are some things that that you almost it's not almost secrets but sometimes you have grief that if you speak them out loud it's too harsh but if mm. you speak them in light language or if mm. you have a concept you just and you do it like that you move through it like like nothing else it's like it gets done It's there. Yes. Can I invite you to share with us the light language of birthing into you? Mm. Okay. (laughs) Because you're because you're on track now. Yeah. Yeah. So birthing into you. If you if you want to follow that, just 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 put your hand on your heart first. Mm-hmm. And to rock a little bit with me. Just rock because when you rock, you invite the spirits to rock with you. So you, you increase your sense of letting the energies come through you. And breathe, right? Breathe, breathe deeply. Yeah, you can breathe, you can out breath. I'm just I'm just letting the The sounds come. Mm. We'll just go through with it. And you can feel, I can feel how it's in the solar plexus. Just And there's the sort of, you build up that place that is, belongs to you and that's also a little bit of that ego that wants to go in order to let go so and you can move your hands like straight to let that go i like clicking too yeah just move whatever way you want to and i I feel the the knee the, the, the yeah I want to move my back in a way to just let that go. And then we're going let's see where we're going. Kuku no 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 see so we're going into the sacral. And here's an invitation waiting for you. Kuku 
And then from there, you sort of make a big, um, you, you, you let your light go up to source. And you draw in your soul and you invite your soul to merge with you into your sacral. So there's a part of you, if you want this, that has, dares to speak into creation <laughs> and it is your creation. Only you can do this part. So inwardly, speak into your creation of what it is that you desire and dare to stand for that. So, And so when you feel your throat Pulsing, know that with every word that you say to yourself, every word that you utter, you speak yourself into creation. So speak kind, uplifted words about yourself. So that's it. And then what you can do after this, you can draw a piece of paper. I saw some of you listening to this. Take a piece of paper and write or draw mm. who you want to be. And then make up your own language, let your own language, find your own way of moving. So that's that's one of the things that you can do. So that is that is also a way of changing your whole vibration. So cool. Thank yeah. you so much. It came yeah. in. And, and what I found interesting, because the past week I've been working for the first time with a Vegas nerve coach. To learn to regulate my vagus nerve more because yeah. mine can be triggered big time. And I felt by the light language and, and your words and your explanation that my body was starting to self-regulate already. Like burping, like yawning, like moving, like things flying out. So what it does, it does not only invite, but as well it releases yeah yeah this yeah yeah so the cool. moment you invite you also release that's that's part of it's so cool yeah thank you for sharing with us yeah that was unexpected for me as well I, i'm sorry but it was like yes because i've heard you doing this i thought you elizabeth you have to share this with us because it's amazing and sometimes you are so true there are no words from earth 
mm. that covers everything. Yeah. Or the or there are no words to express the things. Yeah. But this to me really, really comes in. So if you've listened to this, please share with us how it was for you, what you felt, what your experiences were. Because I think this is truly amazing. And it always I have to think about that movie Avatar. Yeah. And it's always this is something which I'm not able to do yet. So I would love to, I would love to learn it. And to me, this feels really vulnerable in doing a kind of language which comes from another universe, multiverse dimension. But it, it, I can feel it like in my bones, in my core, in my cell. It's like, and it's so much faster than just using words. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Because then you're back into yourself, birthing into you, into the joy, into the abundance, into expressing yourself. The way you want to express yourself, the way your body wants to express itself. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love this. Mm. Yeah, I love it too. I love it. And it's, it's true that there's huge different when I can use my light language, my light codes where I don't actually have to think. There's there's mm-hmm. I, I do think because it's it's not but it's a different way of thinking. It's like my heart is thinking mm-hmm. and it knows and it can communicate and uh, so it's, it's an not- evolved thinking. Yeah, I'm. I'm never out of my body. I, I'm always in. Even mm-hmm. I, I, I don't go on. Um, I don't actually go on outer body trips. I, 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 I can sometimes. I was invited not long ago to go to my sort of I don't know soul star, literally star in solar system that was uh, that that I'm deeply connected with. So mm-hmm. I went up very far. It was like, woo, where I'm going. <laughs> but I could still feel deeply connected to, to Earth, which was um, yeah, because there's a lot of safety and holding space in there as well, because I, I'm not ready to, to let go at this moment. So I'm, I love to go back to Earth. So I can make mm-hmm. little outings. Uh, little journeys, but I'm 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 mm-hmm. always I'm always a little bit connected to, or even quite connected. And I think the more grounded you are, the more because your body needs some kind of safety. Your whole system needs to know it's going to be okay. We will still mm-hmm. be here, and that makes you a much more open and clear channel to receive information because there's no interruptions of of a fearful body, mm-hmm. a fearful nervous system. And, you and have I to think it's as well about being present, knowing that we all have the ability to be present somewhere else or even be present in multiple places, in multiple yeah. lives at the same time, right? 
without dissociating from our physical body and or without so, escaping from our physical body. It's something completely different. Yes, mm-hmm. I get that. But let us be really clear that this is not yes. about escaping, dissociating, or no. just don't want to be here or no. don't want to be on earth or in our physical body, right? No, mm-hmm. no. And the interesting part is I've had that in the mm-hmm. past when I was a child. I remember that, but that felt very, very different. I know it's a very different energy. Yeah, and it's the energy of unsafety and fear. And there's so much pain in the physical body. Some part of us just yeah. simply doesn't want to be there. But that's yeah. a completely different story, right? Yeah, but I think, Martina, a part of what you and I are doing in a different way is acknowledging that that there are parts of this physical reality that are deeply painful and, and mm-hmm. we have to merge and, uh, and align our, uh, to, to, to bring our frequency in a way that ha- much higher that it all becomes to make sense. It all starts mm-hmm. to make sense. And we can be on this amazing planet, deeply mm-hmm. loving our experience and shifting and transforming mm-hmm. whatever hurt us in the past so mm-hmm. that we don't have to go through it the next time. If, mm-hmm. if we even want to go in next time I don't know I'm not 100% sure everybody has to I think it's it's like this process and journey of birthing into you it's all about self-acceptance all mm-hmm. the parts all the yeah. emotions all the fears yeah and big and forgiveness forgiving ourselves forgiving our bodies forgiving the ones that you know, cost us pain or hurt or or whatever to be able to shift like and to have those death and rebirths from a loving, kind, nourishing, compassionate, understanding way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 there are no judgments. Yeah, you know that's that's why I. Because perhaps of the whole religious idea of forgiveness, that there is mm-hmm. a, there is, and there's also a little bit of hierarchy in forgiveness. If we can take that out, and it's more about deep, full, complete acceptance mm-hmm. of okay, this has happened. Mm-hmm. It's not going. It's not going to go away. It's not going to be unhappened because it mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. But I come to a sense of I accept that it happened mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it my own experience so that I I can thrive from that. I choose mm-hmm. I choose mm-hmm. this for me. I'm not going to go yes. to because mm-hmm. that, that is the part where I realize that that's what people always say. Forgiveness is not for the other, but for you. So, and and at the same time, it's also for the other because I have never truly been to that place of full acceptance and full forgiveness that I did not want the other party to be 
whole as well. Mm. Of course, I can. I don't yeah. know. Let this me is... let yes. Let me explain you how I see this forgiveness because forgiveness it's not about agreeing. It's no. not about that you agreed that you were treated, abused, whatever in a shitty, terrible, traumatic way. But this forgiveness is about not giving conscious attention anymore to what happened. So what this, what forgiving does is disconnecting all the emotions, all the beliefs that keep you stuck in that experience, in the past, in the now. Yeah, and of course, and of course, we want the uh, yes, and of course, we want the other to be whole and complete. But to be honest, that's not up to us exactly. because we all yes. have a free will and we all have the ability to choose. Hundred percent. So therefore, it's for ourselves, and the other has a choice as well yes. to go with that or not. And what you literally do is when you are able to forgive. You cut cords, you cut energetic cords, you cut energetic lines. Yeah. And 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 you will become more free, more liberated, you will have more space. And I think most important is that you are consciously aware of the lessons, of the wisdom. What did it bring you? What did you need it to learn? And when you are able to truly forgive, you know. It's it's finished. You close the chapter. Yeah, you close the true. lesson. Yeah, yeah. It's it's done. So you will yeah. not repeat all of that consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. So I agree with all the religious part, but that's not yeah how I see forgiveness. You know and what? I know. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. And I know it's not how you see forgiveness. So I think there is a lot of misconception about forgiveness just one thing that i want to add to what you're saying is when we talked about changing your frequency this is mm. one of the most powerful changes that i started to make mm. that when i feel yucky mm. i i don't Sometimes I interrogate myself, okay, what's going on? But mm -hmm. I'm doing it from a very aligned way. But I'm not going into who did this to me? Why did someone hurt me? Why is the world like bob, 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 bob? And then mm -hmm. go into, I do not, and I've done this a lot. So I know, mm -hmm. I know the difference. So what pointing I, finger, right? It's your fault. Yeah. I blame you. It's yeah, your I'm, responsibility. I'm pointing my finger, and mm -hmm. the, the part of that what makes made me miserable and 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 for years was searching for. I feel I feel awful. What is wrong? Mm. Sometimes you need to figure out what's not working, but that is something else of what is wrong. Wow. And then staying in that feeling of what is mm. wrong. Where, because if you want to look for what is wrong, you will get evidence. If you look for mm. what is right, you will get evidence. You will always get mm. evidence for whatever it is you put your mind towards. 
And so, this is interesting because a lot of the times we think, what is wrong with me? But we were, to be honest, never damaged. We were never broken. Nothing was ever wrong with us. But because of life, because of experiences, we might start to think that, right? Yeah. Mm. And, and the moment I think ex sometimes experiences become like a little bit of a broken record, I think it's maybe it's time to research what's not working here. Mm. And then it's not so much many time when I look at the situation, it's not so much what is not working, but what um, what other solutions that are available to me have I not let in? Because I've been trying, and, and that and that are aligned to you. Exactly, there are millions. Because what is? Because I think this is, is as well. Yes, it. because I think that's a big misconception as well. Is that what is aligned to you has to be aligned for me? What is working for you has to work for me. No, this is, you know, we all have our own unique special blueprints and frequency and what might be working for you amazingly i might be thinking mm -mm, that's that's not my thing and it could be resistance right it could be fear behind it but this is i love this because this is all and i think this birthing into you is so much more than we might thought of when we started today's podcast um, but there are so many levels, there are so many aspects of it and to it, right? And what I wanted to say as well, what you said about ADHD and ADD. Because I've never been diagnosed with it, but maybe you can put me as well in that category. But what I felt without putting a label on ourselves is how I felt it. It all came of a sense of chaos within a big, a big, I don't know how you call it, big unsafety and not, and therefore not being able to be present not being able to be present in in let's let's my physical body not being able to be present in the now because of so much chaos and safety of things that happens and then it makes so much sense that we express ourselves in ways that might not be common or might not be normal or might not be appropriated or might not be behaving in a certain way like certain people or society expects right but it's like when we are able to feel present and peaceful within safe our energy our creativity because i think that's another big part of the people who you can put in that category is there is so much creativity that needs to be expressed that needs to come out that needs to be shared in in whatever way and in today's society there's there is some space right 
there is some space to be fully ourselves, but it's about the divine sacred rebels to really show up and express themselves and birthing into themselves exactly the way they are. If they have H, DHD, ADD, or whatever, but this is about here I am. And sometimes I express wildly and fiercely and loud. And the other, the other moment, it's like, okay, I'm more peaceful. I'm more calm. It gets as well parts of who we are, right? And acknowledging all those parts of who we are. Yeah. I think the deep self-love in that is to... Is to also just be really kind to all those layers that we carry. Mm. Mm -hmm. I saw Gabor Mate speaks about this. Uh, he considered all the all the things like neurodiversity, uh, like like it's trauma based. Um, mm. So I, I have no opinion about that, but I get what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And also from that point, um, it makes even more sense to be kind to those parts and to say maybe maybe um, it's it's uh, it's a good idea to be to don't punish yourself for being different because what in the end do you get with that? It's, it's not helping. It doesn't go away. Um, and it's also, it's preventing you. I think that's also deeply a part of what, what we've been talking about is it's preventing us to let newer parts of us being born and to create newer mm -hmm. ways because We've been living on this planet as a humanity for quite some time, and we can see that there are shifts want to come in. We we are not going to be the same, and mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing. So yeah, we have to let go of a lot of assumptions of how we are supposed to be, and then mm -hmm. find space for each other to to show up in whichever way we show up and start to love that perhaps and to to see okay some some things are not that uh, uh, easy mm -hmm. but well is that the main thing do we need to to have that i don't know it's it's i'm um, i'm i'm completely open to this whole discussion of what needs what do we need to have but at the same time I think if we really want to accept that we are being born and, and dying a little bit and in, in different aspects of our identities want to to die and then be born again and it, it's it's we, we have the ability to change over time to not not get stuck and to really let our soul evolve and and evolutionize and and we yes, don't know we are what is going and let's be open mm -hmm. to we don't know who we are mm -hmm. so that's that's a surprise you asking me do you want to do the light language 
I think if you would have asked me that six months ago, I would have said like, Martina, don't please don't ask me. And now it felt wonderful. Mm. And I think we as well don't honor enough don't honor enough that we are so resilient and that we are, you know, incredibly smart, incredibly wise. There is so much intelligence within. Yeah, so true. Mm. Shall we close today's podcast with a little bit more from the Kuan Yin Oracle card desk? And the shining lotus. Mm. Thank you so much. I really, I really, really loved and enjoyed talking to you as always. Same here, honey. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Maybe you can take this with you regarding birthing into yourself. I am safe in my truth. I reveal myself with love. It's safe and fun to be me. My lotus light shines forth to benefit all humanity. And then there's a little prayer. The prayer of the shining lotus. Beloved Kuan Yin, mother of mercy and compassion, Bless me with divine timing and divine words that I may express myself truthfully and well and that my truths may be healing for all concerns. For the highest good, so be it. Bless my lotus heart with shining peace and love. Om Mani Padme Hum. I want to say namaste. Thank you, love. Ciao. Until next time. Yes. Ciao. <laughs>